It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tongue of Iloa. Not Tua Tagovailoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Chris Sims can go to hell. Tua Tonga Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of gentlemen now go ahead so people call you and there's some stuff that i had to you know talk and before you even talk about the item at hand or what the topic of discussion is going to be you're on the phone five minutes answering questions that's why i don't answer the phone i said ma'am i'm on a break Get to what you need to get to, right? And we can just be done. Oh, would you like a callback number? And she just kept going. Like, I was on the phone for five minutes, and we never even talked about what needed to be talked about. Oh, no. Because I'm answering questions. She goes, and what's a good callback number? I'm like, the number you just called me Yeah, the number you just, you already have my number. It's unbelievable. Sheesh. So, yeah. So I was trying to, as you can see, I'm trying to get off the phone. She wouldn't shut up. She wouldn't stop. I even, I explained. Still, wouldn't. Uh, calling you back now? I, I could hear no, it there. No, no, no. I, because here's here's the deal. I had a, a great opportunity, but I kind of missed out. Minnesota was going to fly me and my son to Minnesota because they have a Thanksgiving game. Oh, yeah. And they were going to fly me, put me in a suite, and have me go on air during the game to discuss, you know, Thanksgiving game. And then they would fly me to Cleveland. But, like, I don't like flying. And so, yeah. (laughs) There you go. Man, that was it. That was it. I don't like flying. I I hate flying, dude. And I used to fly did did anybody like flying like Mm because i don't have like i don't have a fear of flying but i i hate just the whole airport thing like if if i had a private jet and i obviously i'm i'm living large here so i'm working on it i'm working on it if i had a private jet i'd be all about i'd fly everywhere but i hate going through the whole airport thing if i had a private jet i would still drive it at all if, if i could wow yeah it's not it has nothing to do with resources or anything like that i just yeah. hate flying it it like i'm like i every time i take off and land my palms get sweaty to the point where they drip yeah i do get and that never happens in any off, other yeah. situation i feel that way when i walk through tsa yeah well stop trying to bring your stuff yeah well that's another <laughs> stop looking like this and stop you know yeah. living up to it i guess 
Well, what do we have? Dan, give us some headlines on this fine Wednesday before Thanksgiving. These headlines are brought to you by Dade County Federal Credit Union, a financial institution you can trust. Dade County Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Miami Dolphins, is now offering a 12-month CD with a 4.07 APY. Hurry, this offer will not last. Become a member today. Visit FinCU.com for all the details on this fantastic offer. Tonight, the Heat, they look to get back to their winning ways at home at whatever you want to call that arena or the Heat House. They play the Washington Wizards. Tip-off is at 730 can you even say get back to their winning ways when they're seven and eleven on the season? Like you mean like back to like last season's winning ways, I guess. Well, just back to some type of winning this season. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Hey, have they have they won two straight games all year? Maybe 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 at one point. Early on. Yeah. 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 They've never been over five hundred. They haven't. That's right. Yeah. Which is like, but 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 again, my whole problem with this is it happens so early in the season. Now you're going to spend a month of the season trying to get your rotations right. Yeah. And and that bothers me because even when everybody gets back, you don't just think it's just going to turn overnight because even when they were healthy, they were trying to figure out who plays well with who, how are we going to do this, what, who's going to do what, you know, because this team has to make a lot of changes just moving Tyler Hero into the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. So, and then if if Oladipo can ever play again, can you? That's going to be an adjustment as well. Hopefully, he's on he that can Byron lead the Jones. bench mob. Yeah. He's on well, what is Byron going Jones. on with that? And and Austin Jackson as well. We got some. We got some top secret injuries. I'm still trying to figure out what happened to uh to Danny Green in that in that apartment lobby like six seven years ago. Uh, so there there's a lot of well kept secrets down here. Oh, that wasn't that well kept. The uh, it was the uh, the bath salt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, does it excite you for the heat that there's growing buzz that Russell Westbrook could find his way to Miami? Ooh, what? man, that's a, so is is that buzz growing again, man? I mean, obviously we we know we know what he's capable of, triple double machine, great scoring option, but is he is he's he a also, fit? Is he a fit like anywhere at this point? He's also a bricklayer. Yeah. He was coming off the bench for the Lakers last night. I watched the game. Was that a late one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lakers yeah. always play late. Patrick Beverly, um, he kind of took a cheap shot. Uh, it's, uh, who did he take that cheap shot at? Um, Aiton. He took a cheap shot at Aiton. And, and so, some somebody referred to him as a coward after that. No. Beverly, Beverly's getting called out. I don't think he's a coward. I think Patrick Beverly's tough, man. He is. He is tough. He's definitely. Yeah, he, but he's the type what? of guy you you want him on your team. You don't want him on mm-hmm. somebody else's team. He's that kind of guy. They said about Kachuk. Yeah, that he's a you know, but but here's the deal. Very different though, because I, I don't see Kachuk taking cheap shots at anybody. But he's he got he's suspended just a tough earlier mofo. in the year. Uh, what are you talking about? Fair. Okay. <laughs> fair. Hey, so so here's the deal with Patrick Beverly, and here's the only problem I would have with this. If you're a tough guy, don't push people in the back. Yeah. You tough because you confront people and whatever got to happen, happens. That's what makes you tough, right? Pushing somebody after the play or cheap shotting somebody or shoving something, that ain't tough. That's fake tough, right? And so while we all deem him to be tough and, and, a, and a feisty defender, 
why is all the stuff that he doing sneaking up on folks? So, yeah, he's losing his credibility by his actions, not mm -hmm. by what people are saying. True. Like, you can't, you, you can't be a tough guy and in your last two incidents you push somebody in the back. He did it to um, to um, point guard for the Suns. Chris Paul. Yeah. Maybe he did it to Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Push him in the back. Like, really? That's You're not a tough guy. You're a cheap shot artist. I think it was Devin Booker that called him out. Now that you mentioned the Suns and Paul, I think it was Devin Booker who called him a coward. Yeah. That, but isn't that what it is? Yeah. Like, if you get into beef with somebody and you turn around and walk away and he punch you in, in on the side of the face when you're walking away, is he tough? No. No. Because guess what? I'm willing to bet a large sum of money that if DeAndre Ayton was facing him, it wouldn't have been a whole bunch of pushing and shoving. That's how you determine, oh, he got him when he wasn't looking. Well, speaking what of, else we got, Dan? Speaking of tough, feisty defenders, for the fifth time, former Dolphins linebacker Zach Thomas has been named a semifinalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm so glad you brought that up because he's – I mean, how, how many how many more years can he get? Because they only let you get nominated a certain number of times before you're, like, no longer eligible. I think he got 15, 15 years or is 10 it, years or something like that. Okay, so, I mean, I, I hope this is the year because Leroy, again, it's like Zach Thomas, he is a Hall of Famer. Like, you talk to anyone who ever played with him, anyone who played against him. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, you know, people will try and use, like, stats against his argument. But, you know, we I've, I've done the stat comparisons a thousand times between him and Brian Erlacher, who is a Hall of Famer. They are mm -hmm. they are comparable enough that Zach Thomas, to me, objectively and subjectively, is a Hall of Famer. I know he was never as Hollywood as Erlacher was because that guy was on, like, every commercial for 10 years. But Zach Thomas is a Hall of Famer. But that's in 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 in. I always wish that we lived in a world where the work spoke for itself, right? For example, to not put T.O. in on the first ballot is just spiteful. Yeah. You don't have to like him. Yeah. The work speaks for itself. You shouldn't be like trying to punish people for personal reasons when you're a Hall of Fame. That's, what it, that's what it is. And, and so, but, but in contrast to that, you have no reasons. No reasons with Zach Tom. He just yeah. wasn't, you know, when you turn on the TV every week, you wasn't seeing a little special on Zach Thomas. Yeah, he wasn't as Hollywood. He just went and did his job. Right? I mean, you even look at let look, let, let's think of JT. Dancing with the stars. Yeah. Right? That was good for his he, brand. He did, he did um what did he He's do? obviously Fox? he's a Hall of Famer anyway, of course, JT. Right. But he also he also helped his brand. Right. Like you, I hate that phrase, brand, because most people that use it don't have one, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but it shouldn't be about brand. You trying to sell shoes or you trying to identify who were the elite people in your league? Right. That's what it's about for me. And and so you can take all these personal and, and accounts of, of why you picked this guy over that guy, make it about football. Make it about football. And and they don't do that. And it, it's that, it, here's why I know they don't. 
Because you have to have a local writer come and sell your story. If everybody in that room don't know who the hell Zach Thomas is, he shouldn't be in. Mm -hmm. But they do, because if you follow football, you know who the hell Zach Thomas is. Yeah. And so I hate the way they just do it in general. Like, ooh, vote for my guy. Vote for my – nobody – no. He can't play no more football. He can't make no more tackles, make no more Pro Bowls. It's all right there in front of you, and it's been there for the last five years. So I don't understand what the hell the problem is. Is that you got guys who want to have power, and they use it accordingly. Oh, yeah. he he gave me a nice interview. I'm gonna vote for him. That happens a lot. He didn't yep. talk to anybody. That's why all these guys. You ever notice? All these guys right before they get elected to uh to to Canton, they all go on a, a tour like they wrote a damn book. I'm hoping I can get an interview with Zach Thomas in the coming weeks. <laughs> Publicity blitz. Yeah, I'm hoping I can help him with that. It's, it's unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable that this guy's not in the Hall of Fame. It is. Yeah, it is. Because guess what? He was just as important as JT. Yeah, he was. And and JT would be the first to say that. Right. Zach Thomas was the quarterback of that defense. He right. he was the Dan Marino of that defense. Right. Forget how he looks, because guess what? Sam Mills was smaller than Zach Thomas. And actually, once I saw Zach Thomas dunk a basketball in person, it was pretty impressive. I was at uh, I was a student at the University of Miami. Did he get playing... Did he get it with his neck? Did he get because he ain't got no neck. Oh no, no neck whatsoever. But he got because like uh, I, I was working out at the uh, the. You sure that was Zach Thomas? One hundred percent, it was Zach Thomas, and it was a ten foot goal. It was a ten foot goal. It was at the uh, the University of Miami Wellness Center. This is when I was a student at the U. He was playing with the Dolphins. This was probably 04, something like that. Uh, and then like I start to hear people like in the weight room talking about, hey, Zach Thomas is here. And I go over to the basket. There's a bunch of people watching. He dunks the freaking basketball. It was fantastic. He's like 5'10". I was impressed. Leroy is frozen, <laughs> did cut, man. Did they cut Leroy's cable? <laughs> no. <laughs> he froze there. This is a stop line, Domino. Zach Thomas, okay. I'm, I'm going to find out. He can I'm dunk a basketball, 1,000% guarantee. Okay. You do whatever research okay. you need to do. Zach can dunk a basketball. Okay. Okay. I met Zach um, when he was just special teamer. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of, you know, we hang out at the same club stuff because I live down here. And uh, so we, you know, hang out, whatever. Cool dude. Got any more headlines? Yeah, we got tonight, of course, the Panthers. They're going to be playing a very good Bruins team at FLA Live Arena. That is going to be at 7 o'clock. And we got weather from the Mesman and Dover law firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. It is around 78 degrees, partly cloudy, with a very small chance of rain. It's going to be like this at least for the next couple of days. So your turkey day is looking good, and your turkey day is always looking better as we get closer and we step into the day spa. A woman was arrested for trying to smuggle a monkey into the United States from Mexico, hidden in a beer box. Whoa. Is that like a turkey replacement for Thanksgiving? What was uh, a beer box? You can't be smuggling your monkey. You can't put your monkey in a box. Hey, 
<laughs> Nobody puts a monkey in the box. <laughs> hey, by the way, every time somebody has messed with a monkey, it's been trouble. Yeah, it doesn't end well. Leave you him seen alone. The movie? Have you seen the movie Outbreak? No. You saw what happened to Michael Jackson? And that woman in Connecticut, like she had a, uh, I think it was a chimpanzee as a pet, and it tore her neighbor's face like a, completely apart. It's like the guy in Davy who paid $150 to go pet a, a Black Panther, and he got his arm eaten off. As he should? Why would you do that? He paid money for that. Wow. Like, I don't know what's wrong with folks. Hey, the word wild animal has to mean something to you crazy-ass people. Right. Right? Wild animal. And see, look. Y'all play with snakes and stuff like that. Where I'm from, we don't play with snakes. They're all poisonous. Ain't no snake going to be sneaking up on me, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Mm. Like, and and so, like, I don't know, like, man, they say, oh, man, why are you so scared of wildlife? Like, I'm terrified. Right? Like, I don't know what the hell's wrong with folks. Look, let me tell you something. You ever see a, 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 a black dude putting his head in a gator? No, I haven't. Why? It's always some trashy, you know what he doing? long-haired he white guy. on the guy. other end trying to figure out how many gator bites he can make. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Ooh, that Creole I, sauce is so good, though, too. Oh, you, yeah. That, hey, Dono, there's Creole sauce depending on who makes it. Uh-huh. You could put it on everything. I, I don't know if I probably haven't I probably haven't had as high level Creole sauce as my two New Orleans natives here in in the uh, on the page have had, but I, I did go to, as Dan remembers, a few years ago, went to a wedding in New Orleans. It was a pretty lavish wedding. They had this awesome it was at Jack's food Brewer, spread. Jack's brewery, right? Uh, it, it was. So, I don't remember the name. It was something that was like right on, right on the river. Yeah, the like river room, like a, river room. At yeah, Jack's brewery. It, it was. It was yeah. a couple, a couple blocks away, I think, from the from the Harris. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. It, it was. It was a really, really nice spot, and they had this huge spread. And one of my favorite things was the gator bites with the Creole sauce. That and the oysters was a big hit with me. Hey, Fantastic. I'm gonna tell you like this: the oysters in New Orleans are so much different than. Oh. Those Man. raggedy, gigantic mush horses yeah. you get everywhere else. Yeah, I don't like. like the yeah, I was in. We were, I was in New Orleans for just three days. I think I had like five. I had oysters at like five different spots. Like basically yeah. every meal I had, oysters were involved. And I then, love yeah, And then nine months you later, to go get you some had beignets, right? Yes, we did. We we went to uh, apparently. Apparently, I may not have gone to the best spot. We went to Dumont, like the normal tourist spot. We went. So, right. Other people have told me should have gone to Cafe Beignet or this, yeah. that, and the other place. We we no. went to the regular tourist spot. No, look, you got to go to Cafe Dumont. Like they the OGs. Yeah. Yeah. They've been around damn near long as the French Quarter. That's where we went. Yeah, and and you know you're gonna get it fresh and hot. Yeah. It's good. And you get I didn't like the, I didn't like the co- I didn't like the coffee, but you I, don't I, like I, love the I don't like chicory. I don't like that chicory. No. Cafe Ole. Yeah, I love the the beignets were great. You know, you know what company is in New Orleans, right? No. Folgers. Really? Everybody in New Orleans drinks for Folgers. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that. Spain yep, up 2-0 so, two, two on Costa Rica just now. Okay. So it's it's really like um it, the food and the, the great thing about New Orleans is you ain't gonna never get shortchanged on your portions. Oh, right. Yeah. That that's yeah. like the never. thing. It, and and you could go into a hole in the wall and eat good. You could go anywhere. You don't have to go 
yeah. to the fancy restaurants to eat good. Oh, dude, I was My, on I was on Yelp, and I'm like, oh, five stars everywhere. Let's just let's just go right. somewhere. The you know? the best chicken joint is in a gas station. Really? Yeah. Wow. Other than Popeyes, yeah, right? Sure, I don't sure. know how familiar you guys are. All we had was Popeyes and churches. Huh. Churches was like the hood chicken. Like you used to go in there. Yeah, that's you when you don't have that had? much money. I've been yeah. to churches in South Florida before. Yeah, they have that big jar of uh, jalapenos. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And so whatever you order, you get a couple of jalapenos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, we, I'm telling you, as, as a kid, we used to eat jalapenos like pickles. Nice. Nice. All right, when we come back, going to give you the odds on uh, on Heat Wizards tonight. Uh, Heat are going to be shorthanded. How shorthanded will they be? Tobin and Leroy Shodano in for Tobin today here on AM560 Sports WQAM. So we know we're not going to see Jimmy Butler tonight against the Wizards. Uh, we're, we're yet to know more about Tyler Hero, who is like hopeful to come back. But based on what he told Barry Jackson yesterday, he's not sure if he's going to be healthy enough to come back this week or next week. Uh, but obviously with Jimmy out, uh, you know what that means, Leroy? Jimmy... Tyler and Bam have not played together since November 1st. That that was the last time all three were in the lineup at the same time. So it's That's it's why they're 711. Yep. I mean, I mean, you could put whatever twist you want on it. That's about where that goes. I want to play a game with you. Okay. I have here and the only other person that knows about this school is Dan Day. Look Dan. goodness gracious so what is that let me explain what this book is in 1990 they wanted to raise the ninth ward wanted to raise money for this high school that's in the ninth ward so they made this cookbook everybody in the ninth ward everybody had their own recipe of whatever nice they sold it for 25 bucks Right, it sold twenty thousand copies. Yeah, wow. every kitchen in New Orleans, you had that and River Road's cookbook, no matter what. Right, wow. And 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 everybody from New Orleans calls me and asks, "Can they make a copy?" Because this <laughs> yeah, is I'm going to be calling you for that. This is now. one of the OGs. Yeah. But what I'm going to do is, I'm going to text you some words out of the cookbook. <laughs> and oh, we're gonna have you pronounce these words. Man. Oh, here we go. And, oh man, I and can't it's wait. funny because me and Dan gonna have a great time watching you butcher our hometown. You guys are gonna be laughing your asses yeah, off. Oh my, yeah, uh, it's gonna be good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So as you were. Keep going. I'll find a good one. <laughs> so I'm looking uh, for tonight. Uh, and and by the way, let me give you what we know so far about the uh, the injury report for Washington because they could be down some bodies as well. This is per Ira Winderman. Um, Bradley Beal, questionable with a right thigh contusion. Rui Hachimura is questionable with a right ankle. Uh, Monte Morris, questionable right ankle. Soreness for both of those. 
uh, DeLon Wright out, right hamstring strain. So the Wizards could be pretty shorthanded as well. The Heat are, despite the fact that Jimmy's not going to play and, and Tyler may or may not play, and I'm sure if we get an announcement on Hero, that's going to probably affect the line one way or the other. But the Heat are two-and-a-half-point favorites tonight. Or if you want the Heat on the money line, it's minus 138. So uh, I, I guess we got options tonight, Dan, because we also have Florida Panthers in action against the Bruins, and we have Canes basketball. So we we have our, our fill. There's plenty, plenty of opportunities to watch the local teams play tonight. Is there any chance, yeah, Tyler, plays? A lot plays? of action. A lot of action. A lot of action. Good night for action. Should I do a South Florida prepping, parlay? You're prepping your food. You're cooking. Yeah. Watching a little, you know, basketball or, or hockey or whatever. Should, should I do a South Florida parlay where I take all all three teams on the money line Ooh. and uh, see see how rich I can get? The Bruins are pretty good, though. Don't quit your day job. That would worry me a little bit. The Bruins worry me <laughs> well, a little bit. You know what's going to happen? Not only will I not quit my day job, I'm going to be working uh, two shows on Friday to try and make up the money I lost because I'm doing – on Friday, I'm hosting the Joe Rose Show, and I'm hosting Hawking Crowder in the afternoon. But I'm, so I'm, I'm going to be sandwiched right. I'm going to be in a Dono sandwich. That's going to be nice. So are you working the middle show, <laughs> yeah. or are you working with me? Ten to two, yes. I'm gonna be rock, uh, so I don't get rolling. to work with you, then. That sucks. Dono, I just sent you the first one. Oh, goodness. Also, the Bruins are 17-2-0 this year, so uh, hey, keep that in mind when you're parlaying. Give it a shot. Dan okay. Dan's going to know right away. Merleton casserole. <laughs> what? Merleton. Ah, close. <laughs> Don't pronounce the first R. Militon. Oh, Militon. Yeah. Well, why do they put an R Merleton. in there if I'm not supposed to pronounce it? Why does two have an N in tongue have you, have, been in, have you ever met a Russian? You they know, have all them consonants? Was, they have lots of Russian friends. We, we, go, we, we like to talk about Sergei Bobrovsky. He stopped a lot of shots, Leroy. It's wonderful. We Soviet have Russia. Molotons with Russian grits friend. sometimes in the South. Well, usually no, I only, I've only, it, it looks like a green pepper, but it's light green and it's a little softer. Yeah, it's not and a spicy either. The only way I have it is most of the time you stuff it. Yeah. Mm. I've had the casserole though too. Yeah, man. Oh no, you do it more with grits. I got you have, one for you. You have grits. Yeah, hey. I don't, I don't want to ruin it, but with grits you have your, uh, your griards. <laughs> yeah. See, you messed it up. Wow. I knew it. I was going to send that one. I was send that one. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! I got one more quick one. Keep okay. going. Okay. Um. This one, this one, you should get okay. because of your heritage. Okay. I don't know. Wait, but I, this, I, is I, this, this is very suspenseful because I'm looking at the uh, the the uh, the Apple chat and I can see he's typing. I'm getting the little dot, the three dots there. So I know Leroy's typing. Well, I'm just saying, Donna. When you think about that parlay, the Bruins are 17-2 and 0 this year. So uh... okay, so. Turkey Tetrazzini. <laughs> you should have gotten that one. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Tetrazzini. Yeah. Well, if, if you're going to yeah. really go with the Italian pronunciation, Tetrazzini. It's uh, like a hard, the two Zs, it's like a hard Z. I love some Tetrazzini, though, man. Whew, it's like a casserole. Yes. I think I'm, I'm in love with casseroles. I've come and come. That's been well, a delight. Here's what my new thing is. And my son learned how to make it. I have gone to um, what's the restaurant on um, on down by the the beach on uh, Sunrise. There's another one in uh, Boca. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. I'm not sure. I'm a Dade County kid. 
There, I don't know if there's one down in Dade. I think there might be one at um in um Aventura. Uh, big uh, uh, uh it's a chain, but it's it's fancy. Um, like a Capital Grill. Capital Grill. There okay. Yeah. As soon as you said chain fancy, yeah. I'm like must be Capital Grill. I have gone into a Capital Grill and ordered three lobster mac and cheese to go. Mm, that's good. <laughs> And yeah. Fonz, my son, can make it. Really? Oh, yeah. With the same cheeses, everything. Wow. Oh, yeah. I like that. You don't buy the yeah, live lobster, got... though, do you? Huh? You don't have to buy the live lobster. You already have, like... No, I just get... You frozen? know what I get? Or... Those, you know, the little tails? Yeah. Or the with with the lobster, they use the claw meat. They don't use lobster. Mm. So they use the claw meat. Um, but I've um I get those little lobsters. You can get about it's like 30 bucks a pound, but you get four tails. So I double that up and then I get I fry them up. Mm. Fry fry cut them up and fry them up. And I've had uh uh lobster po' boy. Ooh. Man, what, what, yeah, what do you put on had, that? I've had shrimp po' boy. I've never Ooh. had lobster po' boy. That's but be, the key is the next stop. Believe it or not, Dono, the key is, and I hate to say this, the bread is so different in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. The French yeah. bread is yeah. like yeah. it's like day and night. Yeah, you know, and so that that is what it's like buying Cuban bread, but getting it from a, a Cuban bakery. Right, or or buying Cuban bread in Des Moines, Iowa, probably not the same. <laughs> right, Cuban bread. but but the thing is, is that hey, uh, have you ever gone where when I lived out east, I used to live two blocks from Bunny Bread. Oh yeah. So we used to go right into the 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 actual. They have a little store there. Nice. And you could get like the not the fresh like you know donut shops in New Orleans. Like if it's a day old, they sell it cheaper. So you can go give me them day old donuts or give me that day old bread. Like, so you go to bunny bread, they have yeah. the store and they have bread that was made yesterday wow. and you can buy it for like half price. Wow. Yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm laughing at this message from Dade South. He says, FTX dude made a lot of people po' boys. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll be back. Tobin and Leroy show AM 560 sports WQAM. Yeah, I did notice. And when we were talking about Josh Gaddis earlier, the Miami Hurricanes offensive coordinator, who is like the least popular guy in town. <laughs> um, so this uh, supposedly really good junior college wide receiver got a Miami offer. This is going to be like one of those hot Juco transfers. Uh, Andrew Armstrong is his name. Supposedly a really good player. Uh, and he tweeted out yesterday after a great conversation with Alonzo Highsmith. I have received an offer to the University of Miami. And that has people wondering. Now, Alonso Highsmith, of course, is the GM of football operations with the Hurricanes. So he's very involved in recruiting and evaluating. But people are trying to read between lines. Wait, so Josh Gaddis, who's the offensive coordinator and the wide receivers coach, isn't it usually the position coach who's the point man like for a player who plays that position? How come this guy's getting his offer from Alonzo Highsmith, not from Josh Gaddis? So that's making people wonder, is this another sign, if you're reading the tea leaves, that Gaddis may not be back? 
I don't think so. I don't know if it means anything because you could also say that you know Gaddis is focusing on uh, on a game this weekend, and since we know Highsmith is involved in recruiting, the offer you know the offer could have come from him. Yeah, players have rapports with different coaches. Different players always tell you different things. Like I don't know, little Cafecito. Like Channing Crowder said, he didn't go to the Florida Gators because he liked Ron Zook so much. It's because he liked Charlie Strong. So that was his position coach. Right, but what I'm saying is maybe Highsmith has a rapport with this recruit, and he was the one that was in the forefront of recruiting him, and that's just the whole thing. We were trying to read into it too much. With that being said, I don't know if Josh Gaddis is back next year, though. I mean, sometimes just things don't look like they work. Like Nathaniel Hackett with the Denver Broncos. It's obvious. Very obvious that things aren't working out there. Let's, if I'm oh, a Denver a Broncos, disaster. let's just cut ties with them. I, mean, I know it's yeah. the first year. Oh, good to give him some time. It ain't going to get better. Josh Gaddis, now maybe it will. It just seems like he's coaching like he's still in the Big Ten. He has not made enough adjustments, obviously, because there has not, in my opinion, been a lot enough touchdowns and enough improvement as the year is going on. They've de- digressed rather than progressed, which, of course, I know injuries, quarterback, everything like that. But I don't know. I feel as though the sign of a good coach is – they make adjustments and they adjust to what they have. And I, I also think um, I also think for better or for worse, I, I think I think that this staff kind of punted on this season. Um, I, I think after the middle Tennessee game, it was like a wake up call. Like, wow, we really like we're, we're maybe not as talented as we thought we were. And guys are not really buying in certain guys the way we hoped that they would. And like you got to remember, and I'm like, this is some people are gonna say he's making excuses. Oh my god, I'm just I'm just telling you how I feel. Like I, I I can't guarantee you things get dramatically better. I think they will be, but I also think that Mario knows that hey, I'm here on a ten year contract, and if I have to tear the whole thing down in order to build it back up in my image. And, you know, we're obviously not, you know, good enough to, to be an eight, nine, 10 win team this year. We might as well maybe sacrifice success today to try to install our systems for tomorrow. I definitely think that there's some of that going on. And I know a lot of you don't want to hear that. And a lot of people will refuse to believe it. But I'm telling you, I, I think that they uh, that they kind of punted on the season, especially after that middle Tennessee game, because uh, in the Texas A&M game, they lost, but they played pretty physical and, and pretty well in certain phases, not in special teams, but they played physical. And then they come out and they get their doors blown off by middle Tennessee. And I think that's maybe when they realize might want to focus on next year more than this year. Yeah, and it's also the X's and O's and Jim's and Joe's. You know, you lose your starting quarterback. You have to play your backup quarterback. Zion Nelson never played this year. You know, you're missing some of the key pieces to your team. You've had some injuries, kind of been up and down with the lineup. So a little bit of that, and yeah, some some of that maybe starts to set in after a while. You've had those losses. Then you've had these injuries. Then you start looking at the record. Then you start seeing guys that are halfway checked in and halfway checked out, and you say, all right, like this season's a wash. Let's go ahead and like, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. do you really want to practice those extra weeks? You know, if you do, let's say you beat Pitt this week, is it that important to practice those extra weeks? I don't know. I mean, some would say yes, some would say no. I'm a believer in that. You know, just get your talent where you want it to be, and the rest will fall where it may. Like, like I said, you know, Josh Gaddis was really good last year. He was the assistant coach of the year or the offensive coordinator. The Broyles of the year. Award winner. You know what's right. funny? Manny Diaz is a semifinalist for this year's Broyles, which shows you about how much that award means. Yeah, right? he's he's the defensive coordinator at Penn State. He's on the Broyles uh, semifinalist list. Well, I'll tell you this: this situation is very similar to what happened a couple of years back with LSU. Coach O came in there, and they got Matt. Cam- 
Canada who was offensive Broyles Award winner. Oh, what an offensive genius. And you could tell from week one, it's not going to work. He's I've coached three Broyles. People don't realize this. Uh, yeah. But he's coaching a team like they're in the ACC, but they're yeah. in the SEC. And sure enough, about eight, nine games into the year, Coach O pulled no punches. He said, some of these guys aren't going to be back, and you know who I'm talking about. What happened? Yeah. He fires Matt Canada. What happens? LSU goes 15-0 and two years later. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> sometimes you got to say, hey, man, you got to make – that's the thing. I think Josh Gaddis is a good coach. He might not be in the right situation. I don't like that he has not adjusted this season. You're playing in the ACC. You have to play like an ACC team, not like Michigan. You don't have the personnel, and you're not in that same conference. That that's the thing well, I'm only, worried about. But but only only Mario knows if it's really on Gaddis for not adjusting, or if he's just doing what the head coach wants him to do. Like we we don't because that's one of those things. Like when when they're going to start evaluating after the season's over, you know, which coaches he wants to keep or which he wants to retain. Only he knows all the factors, right? Because only Mario knows. How much was this guy truly hampered by the injuries and the lack of talent? And and how much of the things that's frustrating everybody on game day is actually what I'm directing him to do, not what he's choosing to do on his own? Yeah, and a lot of it is, too. You know, a coach is only as good as his talent. You give you and I, let us coach the all-pro team against a high school team. We're going to look like great coaches. We're going to win every game. Go out there, guys. Do what you do. But at the same time, you know, we've all been in the workplace where – Somebody comes in, they're like, oh, this is the next big thing. He's a big shot. He's great. He's been, he's worked at this place and this place and this place. And you're all fired up and you see him and you're like, he comes with all these accolades or she comes with all these accolades, but I, I don't see it. And you keep waiting for it and wait for it until one day you have to be like, uh, come on now. So like, I'm hoping maybe, do you give Josh Gattis another year? Maybe. But yeah, Mario Cristobal knows. He's going to say, look. If they, if they do, it's it's for continuity's sake. Like that, that, that to me, that that's the number one argument is that, um, for for as for as poor as this offense has been, and they they just had they had their worst offensive output since 1965 last week, 98 yards, historically bad. For as poor as this offense have been, they might keep him another year just for the sake of like, hey, continuity, same system, guys are going to know it better, and also maybe I'm not speaking for him, obviously, but maybe Cristobal is thinking like if, if after one year, if I'm starting to fire coordinators, it's going to make this look like kind of an unstable situation. I at least want to, I, I at least want to want to make it look as stable as possible. That continuity seems to me the, probably the, the top argument for why you wouldn't make a change. You know, I trust Mario Cristobal still, even though he's had a rough season, I trust he knows what he's doing. And if he keeps Josh Gaddis, I'll say, okay, you must know something I don't know. If he fires Josh Gaddis, I'll say, okay, you know something that we all kind of saw out there. So trust in the coach for right now. You got you to give the head coach a little more time, the offensive coordinator. You know, it really just – I'll trust whatever more Cristobal does this season.